throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, beautiful soul family, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights, your home for spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. I am your host, Dear James, and together with the Unseen Spirit Source and Symphony, we look at the current energies, we take in and receive their wisdom, their insight, and we go as guided. And, ooh, do we have it? We're, we're commencing a new month, new energies. It is September, so it is a nine month, and which is all about small restraint and surrender. But it's not surrender in the way of like waving the white flag, although it could be that. Um, but more importantly, it's the higher octave of surrender, which means to be empowered. It's surrendering, meaning to release. And small restraint, meaning taking step by step, piece by piece, brick by brick. Okay? So it's this really empowering month, and it's a nine month. It's about completing cycles. And we're going to see Jupiter, the planet Jupiter. The great benefactor is playing a massive pivotal role. All the planets are. I mean, let's not forget about Pluto um, and Pluto retrograde, finishing up, tying up, cleaning up the loose ends before officially moving next year into the new. And yet, um, Monday, Jupiter went retrograde. And you're going to see how, and this is so fascinating, how it always does, it always ties together. However, there's a message here. Welcome, Brigitte. Welcome, Ava. Uh, and as you are joining from around the globe, please put in the comments that where you say hello, where you're joining from. And remember, we take your, we the unseen, myself, dear James, and the unseen, we take your comments live throughout the broadcast. So your comments, your questions, feel free to put them in the comments and we will incorporate them into everything. So again, remember that Jupiter. So we have a lot of planets. I believe there's so Saturn, Pluto, Neptune, Jupiter, Mercury, all retrograde. Um, Venus just went direct, station direct on Sunday the third. But let's let's stay focused here. So because there's a lot to cover. The main theme is, and let me just bring this up because it's going to play out a cosmic reset, surrender. And then they said thunder rumbles. The unseen said thunder rumbles hyphen rolls across the valley, exclamation point. And I love this image, all that deep purple. You can see that the intro was purple. I'm wearing a purple shirt. There's a, there's a theme, purple, royalty. And it's about royal protection. Welcome, Jennifer. And so this surrender a cosmic reset, thunder rumbles, hyphen rolls across the valley. This is our main theme. And how it will tie into how this main theme of surrender, this cosmic reset, and it's with, and it ties to Jupiter. I'm going to bring this up with Pam Youngin's, um, her North Point journal, and I'll place that in the comments as well to, you know, on Facebook. So imagine Jupiter, the great benefactor going retrograde, and it will be retrograde out from Monday, September 4th, through the end of the year, literally right up through, it goes direct on the 31st, I believe, of December. 
So there's this cosmic. So and so imagine here's here's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get it out. Mercury retrograde. I'm trying to get to get to it. The point is, where things have been quote unquote bad, they become good. Where you've been wronged, it's righted. Where you were doing wrong, you're corrected. And so there's this whole shift because remember, Pluto cleaning up. The great benefactor, Jupiter, is saying, hang on a second. Let's 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 do this with a bang. Let's start this off with a bang. And that start this off meaning these next four months about course correcting, self-correcting, correcting the record. And when you imagine that, again, so someone that's been doing wrong is going to have a different experience than those that have been doing right. And yet the, the, the similarity, the common thread is about amplifying, magnifying Jupiter, the good, the good in us. And so while <laughs> those that have been waiting, those that have been wrong and receiving, you know, on, on being on the receiving end of things that aren't fun, it changes and it changes in a big way. Well, so too for those that have been doing wrong, perpetrating wrong. Their experience is going to be magnified and amplified because it's all getting course corrected. It's like they're taking the front of a, a wayward ship and just going and yanking it hard north, true north. And how that's going to shift everything. So let me jump into share my screen here with all of you. And let me know how these energies, because again, I don't know about you all. I'm... I'm Virgo, Sun, Gemini rising. So both Virgo and Gemini are ruled by Mercury. And it happened, Mercury is retrograde in its home sign of Virgo. And so it's interesting because things are flowing fine, and yet there's an intensity, there's a, an amplification, a magnification. And you'll see, too, um, that the Sun and Mercury are going to conjoin. It's known as a Kazemi when they come together. And so, of course, Mercury, the messenger, how we think, talk, communicate together with, conjoined with the sun, our life force, our magnification, and how that illuminates us from the inside out, how we will magnify and change um, direction is what they're saying to me in the moment, how we're going to magnify and change direction, thoughts, speech, actions, the things that drive that life force. Before we do that, let me just bring this on. Jennifer said, Rosh Hashanah is next Friday, New Year, and good time to recognize error and start a new path. Exactly. It is exactly that piece of renewal. Because yes, the New Year is, you know, four months out and so forth. And yet it's not. In every single moment, there's an opportunity for a New Year to reset a new day, new moment, new attitude, new, new belief, new perception. And Jupiter, and I'm going to show you this image here in a second, is just magnet. And it, it makes me smile because it's magnifying it so that we've been talking about 23 split apart, 18 decay, repair remedy, repair what's spoiled. All of this is going to occur to do just that, to set us up for the new year in the most pure, clean, fresh, yummy, to quote the Lady Jacqueline, yummy way. Um, and let me just bring in Brigitte. We just had this amazing thunder and lightning storm last week. Thunder rolling across the valley, rumbling. 
very unusual for our area. And the conversations I overheard was all about synchronicity of their words. I try to explain, but no, exactly. It is exactly this. It is this. It's actionary and thunder, thunder and lightning, thunder in relation to God, the unseen, spirit, source, symphony, higher power. And this cosmic reset, surrender, go as guided. Surrender means to be empowered, to connect with your soul source connection, to be empowered. It is not give up. It is not that. It's about that anoretic 29th degree of faith. Faith, not failure. Faith, not fear. So here we, here we are. And with that, by the way, three words came. So a cosmic reset, surrender, thunder rumbles, rolls across the valley, exclamation point. And then I heard, and, and the thunder is in relation to wrath, judgment. So God's wrath, judgment, and, and acknowledgement. So it's acknowledgement of what's going on. It's acknowledgement. We, I, we see. And wrath meaning, retribution meaning to correct. It's always for the good. It is for the greater good. So the, the, the wrath and the judgment are about course correcting. I see. And, and moving forward from there. Um, Brigitte is also saying, when I say their words, it's other people's around me, maybe not awake. Exactly. So we're going to, and welcome, Olivia. Welcome, Chaley. So it's exactly that. We're going to, we're very cognizant. We've been walking this path of greater enlightenment, of soul source connection, of illumination from way back, from, you know, all our lives. And certainly what I'm, of what I'm mentioning is with weekly wisdom and insight. So since, you know, the 17th of November of 2021, all preparing us, preparing us. So let's jump into it. I'm going to share my screen with you and show you this beautiful image. It is, uh, again, on Pam Young's. This is from Pam Young's North Point Journal. Um, she has a mail list as well, so I, I highly recommend. She gives wonderful astrological weekly insights um, that are very easy and tangible. Um, so this is the planet Jupiter. And when you see this, can you see like, you see the upper right, there's like eyeball right in the center nose, little mouth. It's like Jupiter looking at us going, I see you. Here I am. Well, and this is an image from Carlos Canovi. Um, so here's Pam's North Point uh, journal. Jupiter at a standstill. So remember, just on Monday, is going retrograde, so it's at a standstill on Monday, and it and it intensifies when it's when any planet's stationing either retrograde or direct. There's a shadow period before and after, and then it magnifies the intensity of the energies magnify when they station either direct or retrograde. So it says whenever a planet comes to a standstill, whether to retrograde or direct, its energies are strongly focused at a specific degree of the zodiac. Any themes associated with that degree, whether through symbolic systems such as the Sabian symbols or by coinciding with the location of a fixed star or a galactic point, are highlighted and energized. When Jupiter stations retrograde on Monday, September 4th, it will activate one of the four galactic points of Avatar, also called the Avatar Gateways. These four points are linked energetically to the midpoint between the galactic center and the supergalactic center. 
of in the whole of the whole of the universe. The degree of each avatar point is active by, activated by the sun once a year when it reaches 14 degrees 30 minutes of the four fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. On the calendar, these four alignments occur at the halfway points between the equinoxes and the solstices. Great Jupiter will be at 15 degrees 33 minutes, Taurus, when it comes to a standstill this week, at one degree away from the Taurus point of Avatar. The giant planet is well within range, orb, of a strong activation. So what does this all mean for us collectively and individually? The points of Avatar. The Avatar points are portals through which important spiritual frequencies enter the Earth plane. You're going to see how the Sabian symbol of this degree, this 15 degrees, which is then we move it, we advance it with the Sabian symbols one degree, it'll be 16 degrees Taurus. Planets moving across these points trigger the release of the energies they conduct. Astrologer Paul Saunders writes that when one of these points is activated by a transiting planet, there can be amazing coincidences. There's Brigitte talking about synchronicities, you know, coincidences, and the ability to achieve what was thought impossible. Each of the four avatar points has a specialized focus and purpose. According to astrologer Mary Elizabeth Yokemans, the Taurus point of avatar is specifically bringing in the energies for a, quote, global initiation, helping humanity manifest new systems, sounds, symbols, and structures. She writes that the Taurus Avatar Gateway is the energy behind the Great Pyramids, the Sphinx, and Pulenke, sorry, Pulenke, and more. And Pulenke is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and is considered by many to be the most beautiful of the ancient Maya cities. And remember, the Mayan, they just disappeared at one point. Just poof, gone. The energy of the Jupiter-Avatar alignment has been building since late July, when Jupiter face came, first came within two degrees of the Taurus point of Avatar. However, the effects and potentials of this alignment are especially strong this week and will continue to be significant factors for the rest of 2023. Why? This is possible since the activation is part of the energy signature of Jupiter's retrograde phase which will last until the planet goes direct on December 30th. Some are saying 1230, some are saying 1221, they meaning astrologers. So here we're activating this point, this avatar point, this Taurus 15 degrees. So let me bring up to you what the Sabian symbol is for that. An old teacher fails to interest his pupils in traditional knowledge. The keynote is the inadequacy of past knowledge in a time of crisis. So crisis can mean change. And that's what we've been talking about, right? We're moving from Piscean to Aquarian, patriarchal to matriarchal, from calm to chaos to calm. During this act one of the cyclic process, the emergence of new developments is emphasized. In time of crisis, as, for example, the storm, here we're talking about, we're talking about thunder rumbles across the valley. Being braved by the man, so, uh, for, uh, as, for example, the storm being braved by the man of the last symbol, the, the phase 45 symbol of the Sabian symbols. The type of wisdom learned from the past remains in the background to be, re 
to be revived later in new forms. So in essence, this is saying that the old ways, they remain in the background. The past remains in the background to be revived later on in new forms. What is emphasized is change. Traditional concepts are not adequate to confirm the new conditions of existence. The old doesn't work anymore. It's still present. We don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It, still, it's still there. We build upon it. We stand on the shoulder of giants. All of our ancestors, all of our ancient wisdom and lineage, the soul source connection, the unseen, we, we stand upon it. However, we are embarking. The old train comes in. We, we use this analogy. This patriarchal Piscean era lineage train comes in and stations. It stops. It's no longer. We cross the platform. We get on the new train, the Aquarian train, and we take off. And so we have the wisdom of everything that's been with us, everything that we've known before. However, it's inadequate to tell us where we're going. So we must open ourselves to new vistas, new ways, because otherwise we're going to have a rough time. It's not going to be fun. You know, it's like banging your head against the wall until you go, well, okay. Well, so to continue. So this tr the traditional concepts are not adequate to confirm the new conditions of existence. Thus, whenever this symbol comes to a seeker's attention, it indicates that even the most consecrated, and that word is going to be is in here as well, again, from the, uh, from the unseen, consecrated. Even the most consecrated tradition does not have the real answer to the problem. At this first stage process, a seemingly negative picture is shown. From the Zen point of view, the mind facing trouble should not depend on past concepts, but should repeat, not this, not that, until the pure void is reached. To the, so penetrate, 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 penetrate to the purity of the void, to the purity of the moment, to the purity of the new, of what's on offer. Not this, not that, until we reach that center point. You might speak here of the principle of creative frustration because it's new. It's emerging. It's the seed pod springing forth. And we've got to, there's a beautiful line from um, Hidden Figures, the movie Hidden Figures, and where the, one of the main lead characters is very young. She's like, I don't know, seven or eight. And she's a child prodigy. And they say to them, um, it's an African-American child in the South, um, rural, poor. And the, these two teachers say, we've taken up a collection because she, she, this child, needs to go to this, this advanced school of learning because we have to see who she becomes. We'll apply that to all of us. All of this is happening because we have to see who we become individually and collectively. And it's so riveting and so powerful. And I'm back to Jupiter, this whole Pluto, Jupiter, um, Venus, 
represents the beauty of things, the beauty to come, the beauty that is before us in this moment. This Mercury Sun Kazemi, and let me just bring that up. It's on our astro- astrological influences. A cosmic reset hyphen surrender. So on 9-3, Venus stations direct in Leo. It's going to move forward out of its shadow face into Virgo. And of course, on through. However, Virgo, the Virgin, the Great Mother, uh, signifying the beauty that emerges. 9-4, Jupiter stations retrograde. This 15 degrees, we advance at one degree for the Sabian symbols in Taurus. Taurus is where Uranus is. Expected the unexpected, and Taurus is Earth. And then on 9-6, today, the Sun and Mercury conjoined. This Kazemi at 13 degrees Virgo in its home sign. So there's an amplification, a magnification of these energies, of what's taking place. And this is not to be forgotten. Engage it, remember it, and you're going to see how the nine energies of small restraint, surrender, small restraint and surrender to yourself, to your soul source connection. This is not an external surrender to someone else or something else. It's an internal um, power change is what they're saying to me. Or power struggle, depending on where you are. Are you willing to surrender to your soul source connection? So ego, mind, personality, surrender in service to and align with the soul. We've talked about this a lot. So this is where we are. And they and just let me add this. The first thing, and they had them alphabetically this time. So item A is open yourself to the awe and wonder beyond what's known, what's seen, exclamation point. So again, they're advising us. The unseen is advising all of us. Open yourself to the on wonder that is beyond what's known and what's seen. We know what we know until we know. Be willing and open to advance, to embrace, to change trains, to um, align. Because again, they're saying to me in the moment, remember, let's say you've been illicit, not behaving, you know, behaving badly, incorrectly. This Jupiter retrograde period, these four months, in addition to Pluto tidying up, it's going to course correct you. It is going to bring to light, bring, bring to bear, bring to experience that which you were doing that was illicit. Why? For your goodness, for your betterment, for the opportunity to open yourself to the on wonder beyond what's known and what's seen. The same will be equally true. Should you be aligned and open and you're practicing and whatever, well, guess what? You're going to advance far faster than many. That's the point of these energies. That's the point of this moment in time. Um, Why? Because item B, like boy, Irreversible, consecrated change. Consecrated means declared sacred. So this change is going to be pure, sacred, hollowed, to be revered, to be respected, to be appreciated. So it's irreversible, consecrated change. And then they said dot, 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 
to be made whole again, exclamation point. So all these fragmented pieces of ourselves, good, bad, or indifferent, and at whatever level, place, space you are in life, irreversible, consecrated change. And the change is sacred. It's declared sacred to be made whole again. It's to bring us together. Remember, eight, unity, uniting, soul source connection, higher self and soul self and ego mind personality self. It's about bringing all of these to be made whole again, unified, uniting. Let me bring Olivia's comment. I am working with a very experienced person who has been trying to teach young people to be able to become more likable to their clients. But so far, they find the teaching boring. He is looking for the way to get them to listen. Does this ring a bell to what you are saying? Because his way may be. His way may be. So again, remember, this is so vitally important. The children in our lives, whether you're the parent, a guardian, a relative, a friend. Children come in whole and complete, just like we did. All of us adults, all of us, wherever we are on the spectrum, when we were that babe, that newborn, we came in whole and complete. Children of uh, youth are coming in whole and complete. Here's the Sabian symbol. No matter, remember that, no matter the concepts, the traditional concepts are not adequate to confirm the new conditions of existence. See, they're already wired and programmed for the new. But they have to come in, just like we did, we have to come in at a time pre, pre the actual moment, their, their actual arc of that moment. So if we're not speaking the new, the language of the new, if we're relying on the old, and remember the Sabian symbol, it indicates that even the most consecrated tradition does not have the real answer to the problem. The soul has the answer. Soul source connection knows the answer. All you have to do is align and connect with it. And small restraint, surrender. Step by step, piece by piece, surrender. That's going to move you, advance you, empower you. And in Olivia's um, share, it's this piece of, see, we got to speak the language of the new. We've got to be able to recognize it, see it, open ourselves to the awe and wonder beyond what's known, what's seen. Ask, inquire, ask children something about a topic. What do you know? We have, I have a four-year-old great, great niece and nephew, four years old. A family, a beloved family pet passed. And one of the twins said, oh, Dooley, the the dog, Dooley goes, Dooley goes over the rainbow bridge to be recharged. We all stood in awe and wonder of how a four-year-old would even know what that means. Oh, you he went over the rainbow bridge to be recharged. It's it's so beautiful, it's so fascinating, and it's so pure. And what that did for us as a as a family, as as people with this beloved pet, 
priceless on wonder. So this is what they're talking about. Um, Olivia is saying old and how he can make it new. That is what he wants my help with. I hope that what they just shared with you, Olivia, does that justice. It is for this teacher, because remember, teacher, student, student, teacher. It's for us as the adults to open ourselves, to move beyond what is, to incorporate so that we're speaking the new, the language of the new. And in this instance, an example, the children's language, because they're already programmed for the new. And they're going to arc out how many decades beyond us who are older. That's the cycle. So let's bring in our mantra, our main mantra. And I love this image. It's a radiant sunflower. And remember, I'm going to bring up a second image. And then I'll switch back to it. Here's an image of just radiant sunflowers. And they said, this is what's on offer. This is the new. This is the ideal becomes a new reality. This image is it. Well, and here, the mantra, radiant sunflower, say yes. It's just simply say yes to what is in alignment with your soul source connection, what is in alignment with what is being brought to you when you know, intuitively knowing, when you know it's correct for you. Say yes. When you're scared, but you know it's right, say yes. When it's going to push your buttons and expand you, say yes. Keep saying yes. If it's something not in alignment, not good, and you know it, then by all means, please do not do it. Do not engage with it. Recognize that you don't need to engage that lesson to transcend it. You're already, you're good. However, when it's advancing you and you know, that it's something for the greater good, for your greater good, for humanity's greater good, because it's irreversible, consecrated change to be made whole again, to be made sacred, declared sacred. And that's who we are. Remember our ancient lineage, our royalty from a few shows back. That's what they're reminding us of. So mantra, say yes. Say yes, say yes, say yes. <laughs> and. This is interesting. Uh, so with Jupiter, on the evening of September 4th, Jupiter, the planet of expansion and prosperity, is embarking on its backward journey, its retrograde motion, bringing forth a time of introspection and transformation. It will become direct once again on December 31st. But its whole point, this whole period of time, these four months we're talking about, introspection and transformation, change. Sacred change, irreversible change, good change, no matter how you receive it. And of course, if we're in the better part of this, you know, if you're doing right, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Um, let me just bring in the main energies really quickly. So here's our main energies for 9-6-2023. The nine, small restraint, surrender. The six is conflict. Today is the six. So conflict, destiny, let go, let go of the past. And look, remember, look at the six. Look how, it's like an egg, right? The, the, the whole, you know, it's like the cosmic egg. And the whole of it rests and, and balances. It's perfectly balanced. So it's about being centered, being balanced. The nine and the six become a 15. Authenticity, 
balance. There we go. And that one and five, of course, become a six. The year is a 2023 is a seven. We've talked about this army and legions, correct discipline. It all adds up to the master number 22, the most powerful master number. And what is that? Grace hyphen accept. Its action is to accept. So again, humility, grace, the surrender, the empowerment of it, because it's an internal surrender, soul source connection. And last but not least, you're not supposed to, you know, combine or reduce a master number. However, it's 22. The two and two becomes four. Youthful folly. Try again. So look at that on a cosmic scale where it says, where the unseen have said, we're going back to the beginning, but an octave higher. Youthful folly. Enthusiasm. Youthful folly. Children. In Olivia's example, children. Look to their lead. Look to who they are and what they know. Because you're going to see, I'm going to bring this in. Um, it's item D as in David. And they said, and I saw St. Augustine. And it says, typology shows, let me bring myself up here. So typology shows us a reality in the old, which is revealed in its fullness in the new. So in other words, the, the new is contained in the old, the old is contained in the new. So typology shows us a reality in the old, which is revealed in its fullness in the new. The old reality, or the old ideal becomes the new reality. This is what they're saying. And it said, the new is hidden in the old, and the old is revealed in the new. And they were equating this, uh, the source for this, it was equating this regarding Old Testament, New Testament. So the future, the new, is revealed, is contained, and, and is revealed in the old. And the old is contained and revealed in the new. That's the point here. That's what this energy with Jupiter is talking about. That is what these next four months, the end of this year of 2023, and remember, it's a seven. It's the fulfillment. It's the foundation of God's word. It's the fulfillment. And I use God in the sense of um, spirituality, highest, you know, source. Insert your word to represent that highest arc, that highest um, our divine nature, our highest divinity, divine nature. That's what we're talking about here. Um, so let me move into the um, hexagram nine, small restraint. It's known as Shao Chu. Its action is surrender. Its hidden influences, opposition, yield. So where we're coming up against opposition, where we are not small restraint, surrendering, where we're not surrendering. And you may be hardcore about not surrendering. We can see it on the world stage. But the point is the hidden influence is about opposition, yield. We're not to yield to our opposition. We're to yield to what's blocking us, to what's preventing us from getting on the new train, crossing the platform, get on the new train, surrender to our soul source connection, surrender to the new. 
Underlining cause, 16, enthusiasm. See, there's that 16. Align. It's enthusiasm. Be joyful about aligning, about surrendering, about letting go so as to receive. There's a quote. It says, there is no real blockage that can withstand submission. And again, submission to self, to higher power, not some external force, person, place, or thing. It's not to give our, it's not to disempower ourselves, to give our power away. It's saying there's no real blockage that can withstand submission to higher power, higher connection, higher source. The universe is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our wits to grow sharper. This is a beautiful quote from Eden Philpotts, and we've used this in a previous show, this particular quote. But it's, it's true. The universe is full of magical things that patiently wait for our wits to grow sharper. And one would say, the way they're saying to me this, now the unseen is saying, yeah, we're not, you know, patiently waiting. Not game over. It's a fa- this is a fait accompli. Been there, done that with the waiting and the hamster wheel and the reincarnations of everything and hoping that we get it right and whatever. Irreversible, consecrated change. That's a fait accompli to be made whole again. Because of the one-week yin line holding the fourth place among strong yang line, we see the idea how something small or weak can tame the powerful. Yin is the gentle influence operating in Tao that magnetizes the powerful yang. So remember, Leo, the lion, the lion doesn't have to roar to be respected or heard. We need not oppress and suppress and demean and, and uh, diminish and so forth others. For our purest, most gentle nature, our divine feminine nature, to magnetize the powerful so as to surrender, to make whole again, to, to, uh, to bring about change. The feminine side of courtship shows how a strong element can be held in check through gentle submissiveness. In small restraint, power is accumulated by gently withholding its expression. We see this in the coming soon advertising that creates anticipation, and also in the mating dance of courtship. At the same time, weakness and insecurity within the psyche can become powerful because it is repressed. So see, two, two sides. What we're saying, is, and this is from um, Kari Hone at CafeOSoul.com, the, all of the hexagrams um, that I use in the shows. It's talking about the fact that, again, if we see surrender as an external thing, as a giving up, as we are surrendering to some outside exterior fluence, person, place, thing, that insecurity and fear, that weakness like that because it's external, can become powerful because it's repressed, meaning we're, we're repressing the, the absolute empowerment and power of the soul, of our soul source connection. And so we can see it's opposite, it's shadow effect because we're doing that. Anything locked in a vacuum can grow out of proportion to what it is. Ideas of failure can stunt even most 
obvious talents. So the ideas of failure can stunt even the most obvious talents. Because we're not listening. We're on a different script, a story. We're, we're bound. We're still in that loop of ego mind personality. So it can oppress the most obvious talents. Soul source connection. Opposition is the hidden influence or mirror of how we meet our shadow or repressed qualities of ourselves in another. It's about, we always talk about this, we're, each, we're in each other's, we've agreed on a soul level to be characters in each other's plays, aka life experiences, so that we are able to see ourselves better, and it can be through the interaction with another. What are they really teaching us? They're playing the role. They are, they are playing the divine role we asked of them. It's not to become the lesson. It's to transcend it. And so here they're talking about opposition is the hidden influence or mirror of how we meet our shadow, our repressed qualities of ourselves in another. We think someone is the enemy when they have come to set us free from self-imposed restrictions. So we see them, it's ego, mind, personality, instantly, ah, enemy, not safe. As opposed to moving through that, diving deeper to see that we think they're the enemy when they've really come to set us free from self-imposed restrictions. They're our own restrictions that they are pushing the buttons, making us feel uncomfortable so that they rise up to the surface and get transmuted, transcended. Um, after walking from period from after walking from a period of enthusiasm or possible illusion, we discover how nightmares are a positive sign that power has begun to stir in the psyche. In Taoism, the idea of Tay is the inherent authenticity you are born with. It's the it's the essence, it's our divinity, it's our essence, it's our soul source connection. You need only peel away the layers of fear that keep you from expressing it. In either case, you will need to approach the object of your inquiry with gentle submissiveness to exercise, discover, or release your power. So we come at it small restraint, surrender. Step by step, we're surrendering to our soul. Step by step, we're telling the ego mind personality, it's okay. I know we've done this this way. For as long as I've known or can remember. However, to Olivia's example, the newest generations, the newest souls, (laughs) what comes to me is they're laughing at us because they're like, why are these silly adults or these silly humans doing things this way? Because they're so far advanced. They are of the new. Yes, they arrived, quote unquote, in the old. However, they're wired for the new. Defensiveness ensures that the negative outcome is relentless. Submissiveness always opens new doors for success, so simply surrender to the way. The way. Not my way, not the highway. (laughs) The way. Because the way is the one that you hear. It's your soul. It's the knowings. It is not ego mind personality, chatter, monkey mind. It's the soul. It's that quiet knowing, that whisper. And it can flood you in a a nanosecond. 
Jupiter, great benefactor, is going to flood us with this kind of knowing and awareness, this kind of goodness, this kind of wholeness. That's what this time period is all about. And remember, September 9, a completion of cycles. What comes after 9? 10, a new beginning. Um, let me just bring this up. Um, when obstacles are insurmountable, open to the teaching. Here's a beautiful quote. It's up on your screen. When obstacles are insurmountable, open to the teaching. And look at this beautiful, the wisdom of elephants. Elephants are so smart. They are so keenly attuned. And in this image on your screen, you see the elephant forging this path, following the way, following its instincts, its knowing, its true path. That's what this, that's why this image was chosen. And, and for the elephants, the gentleness of them, their care for their familial unit, and yet their advancement to the new, to forge the path, to walk the path that they know, meaning soul source know. Holding together restraint, and this is our other quote, and it's a beautiful image as well. Holding together restraint is sure is certain to uh, holding together restraint is certain to come about. Now look at this, like a Bedouin with two camels walking across the Sahara, the desert. Holding together, restraint is certain to come about. See, in order for them to survive, in order for them to arrive at their destination, this, this shepherd, this Bedouin, and these two camels across the desert. The desert can represent the unknown. There's no, there's no mirage. There's no water, a body of water. There's no sustenance. It's, it's sand, arid, dry heat and sand representing the unknown. However, when they act in unison, when they hold together, small restraint. See, they keep their ego mind personalities in check. They operate, they unify, they operate as one. Which means they safely arrive at their destination. Because if they don't hold together, if they run rush, roughshod over self or others, They will, they, will, they will succumb to their own making. They will collapse under the weight of their own creation. Because they've gone rogue. It's their way or my way, not the way. Powerful quotes for this week, for this month, and for this, these next four months. This culmination of the last third of the, of the year. The gentle wind stirs above the creative, portraying how constant action, regardless of how small, makes creation possible. This is Wallace D. Waddles. Small acts in great ways, or acting, quote-unquote, a certain way. When we do this, small acts, great ways, act in a certain way, It, regardless of how small, it makes creation possible. 
Xiao Chu reveals how your in how your power to create always comes as a double-edged sword. On the one hand, the smallest effort will eventually bear fruit as the image of the fertile soil gathering in a river valley. Thunder rumbles and rolls across the valley. Open yourself to the on wonder beyond what's known and seen. Irreversible, consecrated change to make us whole. And here they're talking about even the smallest effort will eventually bear fruit as the image of the fertile soil gathering in a river valley. It also suggests how the tiniest seed becomes reality in the ideas that you cultivate. The ideal becomes the new reality. So the seed of the ideal contained in the old blooms, bears fruit, becomes revealed in the new because they are contained within each other. The master said, the gentle has its own power, like dripping water onto a stone. Xiao Chu suggests the ways in which your thoughts might either hold you back or allow you to succeed. The power of intention is being examined. It's our intentions. It's the purity of our intentions, the power of our intentions, the, the openness, the willingness to align, to connect. Xiao Chu is a picture of how small things are domesticated and suggests how habitual responses are trained and can lead to self-imposed restraint because it becomes the beast we know. It's like the hamster wheel. But we have the, the innate empowerment and power to stop, recognize, ah, what am I doing? I am doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. I'm banging my head against the wall. Why? Because there's the way. There's a whole other way. The way. And while the soul has been patient, patiently waiting, patient no longer. Moving forward. When you chain a wild horse to a fence long enough, its spirit will not only be broken, it may also forget that it ever roamed free. Look at any animal in captivity. They can be, we are the on, highest on the food chain of quote-unquote animals, our, our animalistic selves or sides. Well, chained, chained long enough, devil card, lover's card, enslaved, liberated. Enslaved long enough, broken down long enough, disconnected from the soul, the, the soul source connection, the spirit long enough can cause us to forget that we ever roamed free, that we are that. We are liberation. We are freedom. We are determined. The nuclear trigrams suggest dense clouds, no rain, thunder rumbling across the valley. Condensation gathers energy above the water, but the winds cannot disperse it, and the atmosphere is left with an unproductive heaviness. We're in the thick of it right now. We're in the heaviness of the change. We're in the heaviness of the chaos. Moving to clarity. Moving to, that was last week, clarity. Moving to clarity. 
Self-limiting ideas can take hold like a dam that appears to block your forward progress. Let go and believe in yourself to find success. So we need that healthy ego mind personality to tell us to let go. Our monkey minds, the mind, the soul needs to say to the mind, it's okay, I'm putting you in the side cart. We're good. Because this is a this is a done deal. And why? Item C, they said to me, and it was B, C, it was first B, and I, you know, human, ego, mind, personality. I stopped, and, and I know better. I stopped and said, what they said to me, and you'll understand why I'm telling you this. They said, I heard Corpus Christi what? And it was kind of like a funny jingle or a, you know, like Corpus Christi what? Well, Corpus Christi in Latin, the most holy body and blood of Christ. And then I heard the Eucharist. And then I heard fulfillment of the promise, deliverance. To be made whole again. The Eucharist represents the body and the blood of Christ. So they're Corpus Christi who? Cor- I'm sorry, Corpus Christi what? And thereby, this is where they were talking about this. And the, and the Eucharist is the fulfillment of the tree of life. It is for us a remedy for sin and death. Jesus gives us his body and blood as a pledge of eternal life with him in heaven. The ideal becomes the new reality. We get off the hamster wheel. The old ways, it's not sufficient. What we know about the old is not sufficient to address the new. They're they're two completely different operating systems, two completely different experiences, languages. Remember, it was talking earlier about the symbols. Uh, Pam Youngins was talking about how this avatar, this Taurus avatar gateway, new language, new symbols, new understanding. Um, goes on to say, when Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they made themselves like God. And so, and then the tree of life became off limits. But again, here, what we're talking about is they're saying to us, Corpus Christi, what? Being made whole again. Fulfillment of the promise, deliverance. The ideal becomes the new reality. Let me bring in Jennifer's comments here. She's saying, so I'm listening to everything you are saying and much of it resonates. I'd like to share uh, something that happened to me the other morning. Before going to bed the previous night, I meditated and asked my guides to communicate something that would help me focus and find peace, find some peace. This is a fairly crazy time for me. When I woke up in the morning, this is what was flooding through my brain. You want to know what it all means. What are you going to do about it? Just go. How much did I love that? And I know exactly which guide came through. Snarky guy laughing out loud. Let go. Move forward. Surrender. Believe. Exactly. This is exactly. And remember, please, please, please remember that you are trusting yourself, your soul source connection. It is within you. It is not outside of you. It is to look to no one else other than your soul source connection, your innate knowing. What is right for you is right for you. What's wrong for you is wrong for you. It is not dependent upon an external force, person, place, thing. 
sole source connection. And this is how, with Jennifer's example, when we ask, we receive. It's often said that um, there's a, a beautiful statement like, when we pray, we speak. When we meditate or we ask, we go inside and we meditate, we receive. So one is giving, one is receiving. Prayer is giving. Meditation is receiving. So it's to put out the question, receive the answer, the knowing. You may be moving in circles while obstacles appear to be over, um, everywhere. And look at the state of world affairs. Looks like everything is going backwards. Looks like all these obstacles. And, and again, in our individual lives, to bring it home, like uh, the Lady Jacqueline would say, to make it tangible and, and literal and, and uh, physical. It looks like that, yet we have it within us. We have everything we need. Go internally, soul source connection, ask, and then listen, wait to receive, to move beyond what you already know and what you already see. The smallest restraint can make you feel paralyzed, although when obstacles appear insurmountable, you must only release the dam within. See, it's an inside job. Either take the time to understand what is created by fear, or you may encounter it later as an obstacle. Because it's self-imposed. It's self-limiting. It's an illusion. Fear is your friend. Fear is energy. So simply see through the illusion of the fear to see what's the pearl, what's the gift that it's really giving you. Is it uncomfortable? Yes, of course. But it's to move you forward. Let go. Move forward, as, as Jennifer shared. The obstacle is merely a tangible vehicle that allows you to see how you become stuck. To engage the energy of life productively, combine your power to create with the openness that makes anything possible. Children, youthful folly, try again, enthusiasm. The greatest power we can express is through silence. When there is nothing to defend, we are strong. So we don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have to justify ourselves. Each soul's path is like a snowflake, like a fingerprint. It's unique, like DNA. It's unique. Except for twins. Sometimes the twins have. And I don't know this to be true. It'll be interesting. I'm going to look this up about fingerprints. But when you're a twin, your DNA is identical. And so that's one exception. And yet, it's, it's a doubling effect of, it, of something. Twins. But it's about, we don't have to defend anything. It's already a done deal. Item E, they said, strength among you, hyphen, strength be with you, exclamation point. And then I was looking at that, strength among you, strength be with you. And it was like, oh, strength among you. God, higher source, source, higher power, God's presence. And then around and within. So this higher octave, this ideal, the purity, the purity, the way. Strength among you, strength in numbers. We often, it's mirroring, so we're mirroring up, we're equalizing with each other. Strength among you, strength be with you. 
God's presence around and within. And then the last thing was they said with this was to say, to fortify you. To fortify is to protect, to strengthen. Fortified walls, you know, uh, European cities had fortified walls to protect the citizens. Well, this is God's source, symphony, spirit, the unseen, saying, strength among you, strength be with you. I'm around you, I'm within you, so as to fortify you. We're, powerful month. I hope this is resonating. Please put in the comments how this is resonating with you. Um, it's inspired for me. It's inspiring. It's empowering. Um, and it's liberating in the sense of, um, and encouraging in the sense of, as Jennifer shared, let go, align, move forward, because that is what this energy, um, this is the energy on offer. This is what they're talking about. And let me just go back to our mantra because it's this whole piece. Say yes. Say yes to this small restraint and surrender, this alignment, this letting go, this purifying. Because come what may, rest assured, come what may, the cosmos, the source, the planets are playing their role. And these next four months into five, into the into January when Pluto goes direct, pivotal, massive pivotal change, irreversible, consecrated change to make us whole again. So that's where we are. Thank you all so much for your comments, for your shares, your presence, your participation. I love you all. I am so honored and uh, grateful for your presence and for your time and excited that you choose to not only listen, but to be actively engaged to move forward, to be the way shower for the rest, for others. Powerful, powerful, powerful. I love you all, and we will see you next week on 913. Until then, be well, be safe, and love yourself enough, and love yourself more. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions, and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.